0: It's time! Fight fans and degenerate gamblers, welcome to the Thick Boys Fight Club, where there are only two rules. Rule number one, always talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. Rule number two, talk about Thick Boys Fight Club, even if no one wants to talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. All right, we are back. Another episode of Thick Boys Fight Club. I'm Nick Westervelt, and I'm Ty Stewart. And all right, guys, it was uh, it was an amazing weekend. It was
1: great. Five <laughs> and one over here, baby. I can't complain yep. about
0: shit. Did <laughs> good. You know, um, the the night went telegraphed just like we kind of thought it would. Honestly, yep. it was what it was. But um, I'm let's break that sure, down.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Every favorite – well, every favorite on the main card won. I didn't actually look at the undercard. I don't know if Nick did, but the only ones I did see, the favorites won those as well. Wait a second. <laughs> every
0: favorite did not win. We all know Max Holloway won that fight.
1: Well, bro, look. It doesn't, we get you out always, say to, hey, man, we get you out always say to me, man. You always say to me, man. It doesn't matter. It don't matter about what you think.
0: <laughs> Judges won. <laughs> but, yeah. Just first off, guys, a little news that uh, you guys should probably want to hear about. So, UFC 251 is confirmed. It was the biggest pay-per-view since Khabib versus McGregor. 1.3 oh, nice. million buys.
1: Jorge f- got paid.
0: Jorge got paid. The fans were out to see the Masvidal for sure. So good for that, dude. I mean, he did save that card. No doubt about it, honestly. You know? But yeah. yeah. Jorge. Um, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I got it. Th- oh. Yeah, no, and Jorge Masvidal instantly right back in the news, too. Kobe Covington saying that he did knock him out in their last training session. So, maybe they're setting that up. (laughs) Maybe they set that up. Oh,
1: man, that'd be great. That'd be so great.
0: That would be a good one, I think, too. And honestly, I mean, they're both coming off a loss to Kamaru, so maybe that makes sense. It kind of would make sense a little bit there.
1: Yeah, and if if Cody wins, it gets him right back into another title shot, like, That'd be, that'd be perfect. Yeah, no, it really would be. I think so too. But it's kind of hard because who was I listening to this morning? I was listening to um, Ariel Hawani and DC talk about it because uh-huh. they're saying Burns still gets Usman, but now they're talking Like he's trying to say that Usman or um, Burns should fight Leon Edwards for the title shot. Uh, you're saying Ariel said that, correct? Yeah. Ariel said that Leon Edwards and Burns should fight because Usman apparently wants to take some time off to spend with his family. Doesn't want Got to it. jump right back into another fight.
0: So, yeah. So, that then opened up a whole can of worms of controversy. I don't know if you probably didn't see that part of it. So, and I should have his name pulled up here. Um, their manager, uh, sorry, Ali, yeah. came out highly upset with Ariel for saying this and has now banned ESPN from doing any type of interviews with any of his fighters in his little stable.
1: <laughs> and dude, he's got quite the stable, that guy.
0: Yes. So I'm sure I I don't believe that, honestly. I'm sure they're gonna figure something out. They're gonna have to.
1: Yeah, they'll but, they'll if anything, they're gonna give a different interviewer or another, you know, it's not gonna be Ari Houani's Ariel Helwani is obviously not going to get access to these guys.
0: Yeah, it sounds like Ariel Hawani has just pissed someone off like once again. You know, yeah, and you does. know
1: how I feel about that guy. Yes. I'm not a huge fan. So, Well,
0: I mean, a lot of people aren't, obviously, you know. But, yeah. you know, he does
1: a good job, I think. I mean, yeah. he's doing it right. It hey, man, off. report the fucking news. Stay yeah. out of my feet otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> well, I believe he's the one,
0: too, getting the death threats right now. About Max Holloway from fans <laughs> saying, "How dare you call that not a robbery I mean I kind of <laughs> even I'm kind of like, okay, let's all calm down now it was a very close fight I do hundred percent agree max won the fight, but it was so close that you can't really I wouldn't call it a robbery myself I would just call it it was a very close fight more people thought it went one one way than everyone else did but the judges saw it the other way you know so, yeah. yeah which we' gonna me the last little piece of news here what I Really thought was just cool was you know, Max Holloway is staying super positive during this whole thing. Never came out, bashed anyone, never came out, bashed UFC, never came out, bashed any judges or anything like that. Just you know, long, um, good quotes on um, tweets there that he put out. Pretty good, but we'll break that fight down here a little later because I mean, yeah. and we'll yeah, get let's save that. it. Let's
1: save it. Yeah, well, so we can, yeah, for go. sure. We started. Got any no, other news and notes? Or you just want to jump right into it? I got nothing else for you guys. Sorry, nothing else came at me. All right. Um, well, then, we'll just get into So, the first one that we broke down was the Makwan Amir Khani, the 200 favorite fighting in the featherweight versus Danny Henry. Uh, plus 175. I had picked Henry to win this. I thought he could weather the storm early and then take it. But then Maquan Amir Khani came in hot, just got that takedown. Sunk in that Darsh choke real quick and made it an easy night of work. Boom. <laughs> Nick got that right on the money. I mean, and same with our boy Ryan over at Sports, what is it? Sports Gambling MMA? Um, or MMA sp- Sports Gambling? No, I think it's Sport. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My bad, guys. <laughs> I believe, let me, Ryan's is at
1: Combat Sports Betting. There we go. I'm going to memorize that this time. Yeah, combat sports betting. All right. Combat sports betting. But, but, yeah, great. Hey, he called it a lock. And if you bet on it, man, that was quick, easy money. You felt good. You had no stress in your life whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ryan called out one a lock. I, I, when I looked at it, I'd call it a lock. I told you you were crazy for going that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you had a point to what you I thought. I looked like the fool. I looked the fool. Yeah, he, uh, he got that darts in. It was all over. Uh, hey, to the other guy's credit, didn't tap out. Passed out like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that does I mean, not uh, make you more manly. <laughs> not a lot of
0: people can do that, obviously. I mean, you uh, and I, I
1: remember we're like, I think he's out. Yeah, yeah. he's out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Um, all right, we'll hop into the next one. Another huge favorite here. Amanda Rebus came in as a minus $1,000 favorite fighting in the flyweight division against Paige Van Zandt. Uh, Nick and I both picked Amanda Rebus to win this fight i believe right correct and um we said but we were and we did we bet on page van Zant just because plus 650 how how do you not at least throw like yeah 50 bucks down for lost sure. it was pretty it was a pretty dominant fashion What do you see what do you think of the fight oh
0: i mean it wasn't even a competition for for revis i i mean I, it's just it blows my mind honestly looking at the whole situation of page van zandt i i thought it was so funny what dana white said afterwards about you know he goes oh she wants to test free agency yeah you don't fight you lose your last two fights and tonight you lost a first round and you tapped out yeah why don't you go test free agency <laughs> I mean, like, the guy was brutal about it, but it is true, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, let's be
1: realistic here. Dana White set her up for that failure. <laughs> exactly. He was, he was working for it.
0: Yeah, no, he um, definitely played it right into his cards of what he wanted to happen. You know, I'm sure he wants to get humbled, but I still do think, too, that Bellator is going to pay her.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's a gonna... big enough name.
0: Yeah, well, he's going to pay her more than the UFC is going to pay her, and then she can make that decision. Which, honestly, though, in her life, it probably does make more sense for both of them to fight in Bellator. I mean, now they can kind of get on the same fight cards and be on the same schedule, you know? I mean, that's what I would do if my, you know, wife was a, I know, if I was a professional fighter and my wife was too, that would make complete sense, you know? I mean, now you guys can both cut weight at the same time and do all that kind of stuff, so.
1: Yeah, they like doing everything together anyways. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. For her, it's like, and it does make more sense, too, because if she doesn't like to fight consistently, she's not a super active fighter, right? She fights here and there. Yeah. Uh, Bellator, you know, more big money fights. You do them just on occasion, and yeah, why not?
0: Rebus, though, I'm, I'm excited to see her come up. She, um, watching our interviews and whatnot, she has a very bubbly personality to her, so she could be a fun one if she gets up
1: there and they kind of get her from front of a microphone once in a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but then, yeah, let's go on to my favorite fight, <laughs> uh, which was actually a little scary for me. It was Jessica Onge coming in as a plus-175 underdog versus Rose who yeah. who's a minus-200 favorite. Uh, Nick and I both picked her as our lock of the week. Um, and let me tell you, you were getting a little nervous there at the end, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. But uh, Rose pulled it through like we said she would. Yeah, she did pull it off.
0: I mean, it it was another one, and I'm I'm reading some things. There there are some people that, you know, are thinking that that was another fucked up judging situation. I, I don't know about that stuff. No, just reading reading the 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 comments and stuff. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just reading the yeah, the web mongers, no, just... but um, you know, it, she did definitely fuck Rose up, and we got to give Andrade a lot of credit here. I mean,
1: she's come a long way for oh, yeah. sure. That was the Um, thing. I I was very, very impressed with Andrade. Like the fact that I thought Rose was going to just tool her, just pick her apart, make it look easy. And Andrade was in there. At no point did you count her out of the fight. You were like, dang, she's sticking in there. Yeah. I mean,
0: it seems like the thing is with Rose is though, is Rose is kind of, in my opinion, she's almost flatlining right now. She's not really getting any better. She's definitely very good. I'm not saying that, but she's not advancing as we literally watched Andrade advanced. Now, what more can Andrade
1: do besides that? I don't really know. Yeah. What know? I what I see more from Rose is that she seems to be a very up-and-down fighter. I don't think yeah. that she's not improving. It's just like what we said last time is like, which Rose units are you going to get? Up. Are you going to get that world-beater, world-class fighter, or are you going to get what we saw last night? Like, someone who wasn't fighting up to par because to me it wasn't that she's not good she just didn't look like her normal self she was in the beginning she looked good you know she was using her range well but then she kind of just got sucked and credit to jessica she made it into more of especially towards the end a more of that phone booth fight was able to really pressure keep keep going forward and tag her and maybe it was yeah. just that rose got hurt like because we saw it in our face she was fucked up
0: yeah, no, that's definitely something to say for that too. She definitely had was showing battle wounds for sure. I will say this though, her against Wei Lee. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm nervous a little nervous, that.
1: bro. I don't yeah. know
0: about that. Dog. I would
1: now. Now it's like, well, that's the thing, right? Now that we saw this fight, you go, okay. I think she needs at least one more. I I would like to see her fight one more, and hopefully it would be more dominant. You know what I mean? Because again. We all know she's had a lot going on in her life. Yeah. With the whole COVID 19, losing a family member. So maybe she just needs a little bit more time to get everything together. Maybe she's still just not 100% herself yet. True. But so we'll see what the UFC does with that situation. Well, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. And then our first title fight of the night Peter Jan minus 240. Fighting in the bantamweight division versus Jose Aldo, the plus two hundred. Really quick, I want to give a shout out here to Nicholas. Uh, we were, you know, placing our friendly wagers as we usually do in the fights, and he had found a little, uh, a little glitch on some of the over unders. Why don't you tell him about that?
0: Well, I wouldn't really call it a glitch. It was just, <laughs> you know, I sound they, they had it at two and a half, and I think a lot of guys, I think whoever made the odds. On a lot of sites were not counting that this was a title fight and it was a five round fight because um, upon yesterday talking to some of my other degenerate gamblers friends of mine they all had it at four and a half so to me that's crazy so that but that was what the true line
1: should have been honestly yeah it usually is for title fights <clears throat> it's over under four and a half
0: but what was that oh, all hammered you put an under in on that yeah that i happened? did not
1: yeah i did not I didn't, listen to nick didn't and think let about me that tell you <laughs> let me tell you i suffered the consequences of so, another yeah. lost wager i mean that was an easy setup
0: right there when i when i saw this and put it all together honestly and i it, it was confirmed I, I went online and read about it It was confirmed you know a lot of people felt the same way but by the time i had saw this thank god i put the bet in because a lot of other people's sites were changing the line faster than they knew what to do with it. Right. Yeah. You know, Once they ours realized. Kind of, ours stayed consistent at two and a half at least. But yeah, that was a that was a nice little come up right there. Yep. Um, we had and both then, picked Dan or I'm sorry. Yeah we both, Peter yep, we both picked
1: Peter Jan. Now I mean
0: crazy fight. It was yeah good one and two honestly you know Jose Aldo was in it and um and then unfortunately Jose just kind of does what he's been
1: doing lately, you know. Um, for me, what I, you know, Jose looked great in the beginning using yeah. those powered leg kicks. He looked good in the boxing department as well, you know, cause that's where I was really worried is that, you know, he just get a little reckless there and yeah. start boxing Peter Jan. But you know, he actually looked really good to me. What I, I saw is someone who's fought so much and been through so many wars and battles that their body's starting to just not being able to take the damage that it used to. You know, you've got this young kid in Peter Yan who hasn't been through. Because if I don't even know how many title fights Aldo's been through, you know, he yeah. only has two losses that aren't title fights. Yeah. And then it's, I think he must have at least like in the double digits. Think about how much time he spent in the cage. It's ridiculous. Well, I think it's
0: just like we talked about on the show. It just unfortunately that, that crack that Conor McGregor put on him a hundred percent broke his shattered oh, yeah. his glass chin right. he the, had you know.
1: <laughs> oh, was but... <laughs> the glass? You know, the yeah. man is the is is one of the the most if not the most dominant featherweight champion of all time. It's just kind of sad to see because what's crazy is he has all the skills he has all the abilities to hang in there, but it just looks like his body just can't take the damage. Yeah, because exactly. he looked he looked world class. He is world class.
0: Oh yeah, he is. And then. Unfortunately for poor Mr. Aldo, that referee completely sucks, honestly. Oh my god. Jesus I hope please. they fire that dude. I mean, this was drunk me screaming, stop it already. You know what I mean? Like it was so it was so brutal to watch that last 30 seconds. Like yeah. what in the fuck was that guy watching that all of us didn't see? Cause yeah, yeah, I get it. I saw Aldo do his little flip at one point, and, like, he was still –
1: But come on,
0: man. Your job wasn't, is to protect the fighter, you know? Yeah,
1: when he was turtled up just covering his face, that's not intelligently defending yourself. That is someone who's rock, hurt, doesn't know what else to do. Come on, man. This guy's a legend. S- save some years off of his life. Like, yeah. come on. No, I think he just, unfortunately, took a couple more years
0: away from him, though, honestly, in that little last
1: flurry. Yeah, I'm – honestly – Like I hope Aldo here retires after this. There's nothing left for him to prove. You know, you're the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. You're going to go down the history books. If anything, you're just taking away from your legacy. And you know, we're always going to love this dude. Like we don't need to see anymore. Yeah, for sure. All right, Uh, into the controversy. Of the night. This is the one I'm sure we're going to talk about the longest. We have Alexander Volkanovsky coming in as a minus 220 favorite, fighting in the featherweight division against Max Holloway. I took Volkanovsky, the first split between Nick and – or the second split between Nick and I. I took Volkanovsky. Nick took Mick. Max. How would you feel, Nick?
0: Ah, I mean, it was – let's put it this way. First off, like I called it, definitely – I thought it was the fight of the night, personally. I know that they didn't rule like that. I, I think the only reason they couldn't do that is because of the judging situation that would been a little right. detrimental to Max to be like, hey man, sorry, here's 50 grand for your troubles. <laughs> I'm sure that's <laughs> what they were thinking. <laughs> but it was definitely one of the best, if not the best fight of the night, for sure, as far as a back and forth battle. You know, it, it was really close. I'm, I'm laughing at some of the things I'm seeing online now. Um, you know, as you guys know, we're over here in Hawaii. So that's a boy. Got to cheer for him. Yeah. A local site that is a local Instagram site that always posts about stuff, current events going on here, put a verdict thing up this morning. Basically being like, look, you did get fucked. And all the people agree on ver- from verdict. It's like, the third round, every I think I forget, I can't really pull it up real quick, but the stat was so close. Like, people had Max edged by like 0.5% of the world. So it was just, it, you know, I hate to say this and I don't want to get called out either for this. I don't call it a robbery, though. I really don't. It's, it's more of Max, you should have kept going. I don't know what happened to that dude because we've always known Max is, you know, he keeps going and going and going. Dude's high output, high cardio dude. You know, something happened in the fourth and fifth round. I would love to kind of know from Max's side, you know, that's the thing. Max ain't talking about this too. I don't know if he doesn't because he wants to, um, he's afraid he gets in front of a camera. He might flip the fuck out. (laughs) You know, I don't know if that's kind of what's happening. But, you know, it was just, it was really close. It was really, really close. Now, a lot more people think that Max won that say he didn't win. So that tells me then that there is definitely a problem. There was a controversy, obviously, but it was
1: really close. Yeah. Um, well, how I saw the fight was it agreed at the end of the day, Max probably did win that fight. Yeah. But I can see how it went to Volkanovsky as well. Look, Max came out great in the first. Look, he won the first and the second round because he dropped Volkanovski. Um, but Volkanovski stuck with his game plan, kept up with the leg kicks, you know, putting his deposit down for those later rounds. In the fourth round, I remember he dropped Max with the leg kick you know, he yeah. lost his weight, fell forward. The round that was really, to me, that was up for grabs was the third round. And this is something I would, you know, that I talked about. Is like, I get it. Max is one of the best stand-up fighters in the game. But the fact that that's the only thing he does, that he doesn't shoot for takedowns, that he doesn't do anything in the clinch, it's detrimental to him. It's like, you, you the rounds are close. Like, especially a close round. Just shoot for a takedown. Like, he's been in this game long enough that his wrestling should be good enough to get a takedown or at least attempt to takedown because that could have been the difference in the third round. If he got a takedown, he could have won it because that was the difference in the fourth and the fifth round for Volkanovski was the takedowns. That was the defining moments that won him those rounds. And it's just what I'm telling you is like, this is mixed martial arts. You gotta do, you gotta be able to do everything and you have to be smart enough to know when to use certain tools at certain moments because this, I understand we're watching fighting but this is a sport and it's about winning rounds especially in the championships championship fights seem to go to decision a lot. So, you know, every round matters. So you need to do something at the end of every round to really leave it in the judge's mind that you won. Yeah. And for me, it's just Max isn't doing that. And the other big thing was just, like I said, those leg kicks definitely were affecting Max, slowing him down. He definitely was feeling it. Anyone that says that, Oh, like I was talking to Zach actually. And he was saying like, those weren't even hurting Max was eating him. It's like, But still, you're not supposed to just eat somebody's shots. You're supposed to have a response, you know, a counter to it, do something to make them not want to throw them.
0: Yeah. No, it was really close, man. You know, as you said, Max, I I think it's more – I think 70% of people out there think that Max won that fight. You know, I would say that's probably about the odd. There's a few few guys that don't believe it or say, you know, it was just too close. How could you call it? But – you know once again, guys, this is just we're gonna go back to this. This is um a every card j- there is a judging catastrophe, every single card, which uh, and I personally too I'm starting to get a little tired of it, just especially like Dana White goes up on stage after literally says, "Yeah, that judging was terrible. Max must be devastated. you know, don't leave it in the hands of the judges well. Okay, Dana, that's awesome. What are you gonna do to finally fix this, my friend? Like, I, I, i just—it's kind of like we're getting tired of talking about it, you know? Like, I, and once again, I think there's only one thing to do. I think you got to add more judges.
1: Yeah, it, but it must be hard for Dana because you know you have to have these relationships with these athletic commissions. I'm sure if he pisses them off, they can fuck him over pretty hard. You know, they oh, can yeah. make his life of hell. So he can't probably do—he can't make the commission itself look bad. I'm sure it's,
0: there's so many, there's politics in this that none of us even know about for sure. I'm sure that's the case. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I I did want to look the setup. Someone tell me if it is or not. Someone wrote that. I saw an article that these were the same judges that did the Jones Reyes fight. I wouldn't know. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa. You know what I mean? Like, because then it's like, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, I don't know. Some some crazy things feel terrible for Max. I mean, like you said, the point all around, the, the main point, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, well, Max, you should have just done more. Well, yeah, but at the same time, man, like, if you did win three out of five rounds, you did enough.
1: Right. It, well, it kinda- obviously – he left one round too close. Like, you he knew left you one won the round too close. He, he knew he won the two first rounds. He just needed yeah. one dominant round. And the fact that he didn't pick a round to be dominant in, like, really be dominant in, that's kind of on himself, right? Because, yeah. like, like you were saying, and I'm not saying like this needs to be the rule or this should be the rule, but like, it's a championship fight. You got to take it from the champ. That's what a lot of people think or say. I don't know how the judges think or say it should go, but if that is what we're thinking, it's like, I didn't see any of between the 3rd and the 5th where he really went out there and took it from him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but Definitely see took now. took it from him in the first and the second.
0: Yeah, but, but dude, I know I'm just saying say that, man. But
1: if that's what you were saying on the last one when they fought last time. Uh, that's what I'm so saying and just they carrying should, it over to this one. Exactly. I know. I'm, I'm,
0: not, I'm not saying, saying it's right saying or wrong, it, man. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right or wrong.
1: I'm just saying like,
0: you know what I mean? Well, as I said, the only problem I have with that statement and I know I like I told you this just yeah, so what? We judge championship fights differently than a fucking regular fight then? Yeah, I don't you know think know what I, mean? I don't why think not? so either. I, I just, I, that's why that, whoever said this statement is kind of like, well, what the fuck? And if there has ever been judging that really has truly that they've felt that way, those guys need to be fucking fired. Right. You know, like, because now it's like, what are you talking about then? Um, I mean, some notable guys that said too that Max won the fight. You know, I was like, john mccarthy i mean he came out and said i wrote the rule book so look uh, man
1: i'm just gonna say this yeah. <laughs> i've seen i've seen worse calls oh no i've seen way hey, worse calls 100 100 the only reason people are all up in arms is because i'm gonna like everyone in the bar we were in i know why they were all up Oh, well, yeah we're they bid on max we're, we're, we're in hawaii, we're in all, hawaii. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and then the people out there it's like, Come on, man, like I understand that you're upset, but we've seen worse robberies, and no one's bad at an eye at, you know, True. like the fact that this True. one's the big one i I'm just a whatever about it,
0: yeah, for sure, you know, hey yeah. at the end of the day, though, it was a great fight. I'm sure these guys are going to meet again,
1: they have to, obviously, sorry about that, yeah. Um, I do think Max needs to go out there, win a, win a fight or two before they – I don't want to see, like, number three now. You know what I mean? Let's, let's save it. Let's build it up a little bit. We've seen two in a row. Max, go dominate someone once or twice and then right it back. You know what I mean? And who knows? Volkanovski might not even be able to defend his title next time. We'll see. You know? there's some great featherweights out there. Yeah. Because this know. could be the time where they give the title fight to Zabit, Magnum, Sheripov, And then we all know how that one goes. Well, yeah, and I was honestly, I, I, that's what exactly
0: what I was looking at. I was like, if this little dude truly thinks he's the champ right now, bro, if you were if getting past Max, yes, a huge hurdle. There are some fucking killers coming for you, though, my friend. I, you might not even really want to be the champ right now. You got that Zabit dude's going to come up. He's going to beat your ass.
1: Yeah. Well you know, who knows, it, it, man. Maybe we get Calvin Qatar who's coming up next. And that dude is yeah. nasty. Yeah. Well, obviously if Calvin wins. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. What like that could be happen. right, because if this is actually setting up perfectly. If if he wins, Qatar wins this fight, he could easily just say, Man, I want that title shot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He could. Well they'll have to do um some debate there for sure. Yeah. All right, but let's let's jump into the next one. I think we broke that one down enough. Yeah. You know. You feel how you feel, guys. <laughs> Either way, I'm not gonna be mad at you. Yeah. Um, but next we had Kamara Usman, the minus two hundred and fifty favorite, fighting for the welterweight championship against Street Jesus, the man who walks on water. Jorge Masvidal, plus two hundred and ten underdog. Man, that was a tough night for him.
0: Yeah, you know it. It telegraphed just the way you said it. That what you said, sir is exactly what happened
1: thank you i appreciate that love man
0: i mean we all wanted jorge to pull this off so bad but you know he just he doesn't have it he doesn't that is just stylistically a terrible matchup for poor jorge it's not jorge's fault jorge's still a gangster he's still a bad motherfucker there's no doubt about that yeah i mean no one can take away from you that you stepped in six days, cut 20 pounds of weight and still went five rounds with that dude hanging on you and you never gave up or thought about giving up or anything like that. You know what I mean? And for that, I commend you hundred percent, but yeah. I, I'm reading things. Oh, if I had a 15 day, I even mean, Jorge said, if I had at least 15 days, I might've had a better chance at it. No, you wouldn't. You're not. If we can run this fight back over and over, the same results going to happen every time, yep. you know. So, I mean, <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I think that's all
1: we got to say about that. <laughs> Yeah. I, just, I was putting my two cents. You know, yeah, it, it felt good just knowing. Calling, it's like I didn't re- like. I'm at the bar. I was pretty drunk. I felt like I didn't even really have to watch that much of it because we always I knew know. we're probably talking more, taking more shots as that fight was going on <laughs> to make it more entertaining than it was. You know, we saw a quick dick grab from my boy Usman over there. I wanted to cop a feel, see how big Street Jesus really was. Jesus. You know, and uh, those foot stomps. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. You know. But Usman did what he needed to do. He just wanted to get that W. He didn't care what anybody thought, which is exactly what he needed to do. And I look forward to seeing, hopefully he does get Burns next. Cause to me, that will be a much more stylistically entertaining matchup. Yeah. Um, but they are, like we said, maybe Leon Edwards, who knows. But uh, the other thing, actually, I almost forgot to say, Jorge did look great in space. Like when they were at kickboxing range, you know, those were some nasty kicks, solid punches, but, just too far and in between, just no answer for that clinch work.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was really just like we said, he was going to have, he, every time he did get in that moment of where he had the space, it was only going to last for like 10 to 15 seconds. Like just like what we called this. So the problem was he just couldn't do enough in that 10 seconds because he, he had to have popped him, you know, if he would have rocked him at least once, it might've been a little different game changer. Right. You know, but yeah, just ne- he couldn't never get it done. So, I mean, that's what you got, man. Poor street Jesus. He definitely is still the man. Don't get me wrong. I still truly believe that. Yeah. But he's just, um, that dude is going to have his number forever. You know, if Jorge's gonna ever be the champ, he's going to have to figure something else out. He's going to have yeah. to either. I mean, I don't think he really come up, and wait i don't think that's going to help him out honestly
1: no and you don't want him to cut down yeah he's yeah. got to wait for to me it's like stylistically wise you're right he's just got to wait for someone else to take the title um, take the title from usman hopefully like another striker or someone that he's got a better chance against well that's why and he's just got to stay relevant until then do you think I, I i don't know what do you what do you think about this i think he has a better chance against burns honestly yeah no burns would be a better matchup for him if burns decides to stay on his feet um, yeah. But realistically, like Damian Maya had a lot of success against Jorge, and but again, that was before the resurrection. Yeah. But Burns has that same skill set, and he's a much stronger version of Damian Maya. His takedowns aren't quite as good, and his technical. But it would be don't be wrong. That would be a very interesting fight, no doubt. I'm just too though not
0: make an excuse here, but I mean, just would love to truly know. I mean, he did say he felt slower. He, he did come out and say that and admitted it. he goes, I felt really slow out there and the power was my power just wasn't there. I mean, how much did the only excuse I actually think he had, if there is an excuse to have for him, and I don't think it's taking the fight on in six days. I don't think that's the excuse here. I think more of the excuses, I mean, it is wrapped in with the six days. Just how did losing 20 pounds in basically five days affect him? Right like did that drain him that much you know that that's why we didn't see the power we normally see of jorge
1: maybe but to me it's like the fact that he was able to last five rounds doesn't show me any issues because i don't think power is necessarily the first thing that goes when you've drained yourself it's usually your cardio and your stamina like if you really did drain yourself you wouldn't have made it 25 minutes as strong as you did because that was the one thing jorge didn't gas out right he was in there yeah you knew, like, if he got off the cage, he was still dangerous in space from the first to the fifth round. True. It's just – he just didn't have the answer for the situation. True, true. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, still, props to is. Jorge for taking the fight on short notice, making the card even better than it already was.
0: Oh, 1.3 million views or <laughs> buys. I mean, my dad, Jorge, I can only imagine you're a rich dude. I mean, that's the other thing. We got to remember this. Jorge now has just made a shit ton of money. He Good for him. He might never fight again. That's the truth, too. I don't think that. Yeah. But yeah. He, think about it. I mean, any, that dude anything, just made
1: he, – He's like Conor McGregor now. Anything he touches turn makes shit into gold, bro.
0: <laughs> true, true. But he did lose a little
1: lackluster off of this. So I don't right. know. what we'll see how that affects it. Exactly. I think he's got one more big money fight. Like, you know, people will stu- still tune in to his next fight. But that's going to be the deciding factor on whether, you know – his superstardom stays or if he kind of loses it
0: well and i think that's the fight to make right now man i mean there's the background stories there already with kobe they've already been talking shit a little bit that that would make a lot of sense and this is and kobe's great
1: too at marketing a fight like that will be a big money fight yeah if that's what they're both looking for that's the one for sure all right. Well, that was that was fun. We should probably hop into the breakdown yeah. of the next one, but really quick. So I went five and one. Nick went four and two, right? You just got the two. Yeah. Went four and two. I went five and one, which yeah. uh, brings us up to a draw. 25 and 21 for both of us. And then just really quick, guys. So what we decided what we're going to do is we're just going to reset after every 50 fights, roughly. We're just going to be like, okay, we're going to start from scratch and just Tell our percentages from the last series. So, Nick, this fight card right here—I didn't even realize it until we were starting that this one's for all the marbles. The oh. win of the first round. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I like it. Yeah, man. Um, but here we'll just jump right into it. For this is the Qatar Ige <clears throat> Fight Night on ESPN. The first one is going to be Abdul Al Hassan ten and one coming in as a minus three hundred favorite. Fighting in the welterweight division against Munir Lazez 9-1 and plus 260. Do you want to take this first? Um,
0: sure. I mean, um, so both of these guys are first round knockout kings. We got both of them coming in. 15 of 19 victories of all these guys have come in the first round. Now, we got some stacked odds on al which on paper, 100%. Dude's, dudes a beast. Should win this fight. But we got... Liz- I'm sorry, how do you say that? Lazaz? Lazaz. Lazaz, yeah. Fighting out of Abu Dhabi. That's his hometown. I
1: mean, this is a hometown guy. And you well, got him... Oh, oh, actually, he's fighting out of Tunisia. Tunisia, like, got, it. yeah. Yes. Yeah, change out of... Yeah, you're right. He trains out of... Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, the
0: odds... Real quick on this R, right? What are they currently? Oh, uh,
1: plus plus two hundred and sixty for Lazeez and minus three hundred for Alisson. Two hundred
0: and sixty on the hometown guy. I mean, if I'm a gambling man, which I am, <laughs> take that every time. I mean, I don't know. I just honestly, I think this is easy money. I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a hunch here. I got the hometown hero. You know, guys, if you've got a little bit of money to spare, oh. go ahead and do it. But by all means, on paper, yes, Al-Hazan should, should most likely win this fight. But I just, there's, there's some things going on. Just so everyone knows, the weigh in just occurred. Al-Hazan has also just missed weight on this. I just saw some pictures of him. Don't get me wrong. Still looks like a beast, but his eyes look pretty yellow to me, glassed over. I don't think he had a
1: good weight cut, you know, we'll see how that all plays into it. Yeah. Um, so just real quick, just f- so I believe what you're saying is you're, you're going to throw a bet on Lazaz, but you're picking up Duel to win the fight. No, I'm picking Lazaz
0: to win the fight too.
1: Oh yeah. Oh I'm oh going shit. both. I'm, oh, I'm damn. truly going both. Nick, Nick, Nick's going for it. Um, you know, I, it was very difficult to find fight tape on Lazaz. I did find some, but they were about two years ago on YouTube. Uh, he looked good. Don't get me wrong. He's a very technically sound striker. He has the ones I saw again these two years ago. Um, average takedowns, but his he seemed very tight with his kickboxing. You know, lots of straights. Isn't a guy that goes out there and wings punches and everything. But I'll do all this on. Let me tell you guys, absolute fucking savage. Ten wins, ten first round knockouts. Only. Two guys, Omir Ahmedov, who is the only loss, who is a stud wrestler, was able to go 15 minutes and win a split decision um, on him. And then the other gentleman is Saba Omasi, and he only made it three and a half minutes. That's the longest fight who lost to him. This guy, the only thing I will say about him is he's reckless, man. He goes out there, he's swinging for the fences. He's trying to knock you the fuck out. He isn't thinking about, oh, I got to make it 5, 10, 15, round, 15 minutes, you know. he's All he's thinking about is, I'm going to murder you and take you out as quickly as possible. Now, for the money, I would throw a bet on Lazaz, but I'm going to pick up Dua to win this fight. Like, He's just got a more proven track record against guys who are you know, UFC caliber. This you know, I'm always worried about the guy coming in, you know, a little tentative, it's first time. 100%. But it's going to be a great. I think this will probably be the most exciting fight because from start to finish, you're going to see two guys trying to knock the fuck – they're knocking each other's heads off. <laughs> now,
0: also just a quick note on Alizan here. Uh, so – Reading about him and learning about this guy, so he's he ended up having to miss basically two of his prime years in his career because he was going through some rape allegations that have been cleared up, which were proven false. Uh, let's let's give that guy false. that shout. And uh, he has gone on live on TV to say that he wants revenge and hopes that um, the poor woman who accused him of this
1: has some bad karma coming her way. Poor woman who who. Ruined a man's life for two years? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck that bitch. I guess you're right. You wouldn't say it like that. (laughs) For sure. Literally, he was not allowed to fight for two years and it turned out to be a false that she lied. So, like, when he's, hey, man, you took two pride, like, he's 34 years old or he's, let me check. Yeah. He's 34 years old now. You took two years of, you know, like, usually you're priming right around, like, the early third, you know, late twenties to early thirties. You took away the last yeah. couple years of his prime, and now he's 34 years old, and he's still a stud. Like I'm kind of bummed out. We missed two years of him. How old is Lazaz? Uh, I couldn't actually find that out. They did not have oh. it up for him. Well, um, but that. he does look like a young man, probably late twenties. I'm you guessing. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: guys, there wasn't a lot of things on it, but my God, when you see yeah, that, I gotta go what? with it. Yeah, and, like, you should it.
1: feel good, actually, about Lazaz because he does fight out of Team Noguera, Lazaz is uh, United Arab Emirates. Oh, is he? Okay.
0: And his reach, he's going to have a three-inch reach advantage, and he's a little taller as well. So, Whew.
1: it's going to be a good fight, no doubt. Yeah. Going to be a good one. Going to be a good yeah. one. Uh, moving on, though, we've got Molly McCain, 10-2, coming in as a minus-130 favorite fighting in the flyweight division versus... Talia Santos, 15-1 and one as a plus 110 underdog. You know, I'll just start this off. Um, Molly is going to, you know, have some really strong wrestling uh, watching her last fight. She's predominantly in the striking realm Is more of a boxer. She doesn't really throw a lot of kicks. She looks a little stiff in her stand-up. We're... Talia is definitely the more fluid, better at using her range, more technical striker. She does seem to struggle in more of that traditional, like, wrestling Greco-Roman clinch. Her tie clinch is really good, some solid knees there. Um, Her takedown defense is all right. She does seem to struggle a little bit with getting up off of her feet. She spends a little too much time on her back. I'd like her to be a little more aggressive on standing up. You know, this this one is really hard for me to pick. You know, the smart money says Molly McCann. And you know what? That's who I'm going to take. She's got solid cardio, good wrestling. And I do tend to favor the wrestler over the striker. So sorry to pick another favorite for you guys, but that's who I got.
0: Oh, guys, don't worry. I ain't no bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Santos, six-inch reach advantage on a chick. Six-inch reach advantage. That's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. That's, That's going to be so huge. Yeah, you're absolutely right. On paper, looks like a great – it's going to be – it looks just about even is honestly what I saw, mm-hmm. looking at stats and whatnot. But that was the one stat that I just couldn't get over. When I saw that, I was like, my God. I mean, that tells me this Santos shake's is going to be a little bit um, more lengthy, a little bigger than um, McCain, Or McCann, sorry. I mean – yeah, Molly's a fan favorite. I think that's why the odds are like that, honestly. You know, she's a little more recognizable name. This is Santos going to be making her UFC debut.
1: Oh, uh, no, this will be her second fight in the UFC.
0: Is there a second fight? Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, yes, Santos's my bad. Fight, I'm yeah. sorry, yes. And she lost by decision in her UFC debut. But, yeah. you know, we'll have to see what happens from that. I, I don't think she's going to lose again.
1: Yeah, it was... Don't get me wrong. That was a good fight. It was, it was a was close fight. Close. It's yeah. just, like I said, the deciding factor was just a struggling off of her back for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, excellent. So I got yeah. Santos, you got,
1: yeah. And I got, Molly uh, there over there. Molly. So, you know, we're already fucking split. Uh but into the- <laughs> man, we do not help people out there very much, <laughs> but, uh, moving on to, which I believe is actually the co-main event of the evening. It's going to be Jimmy Rivera, uh, 22-4 coming in as a minus-135 favorite fighting in the featherweight division versus Cody Stamen. 19-2-1 and one is a plus-150 underdog. Nick, take it away. Um, but hang on. This is not the co-main event? I know it's not. No, it's oh, my co-main event. Got it. It's my co-main event. Got it. Okay. My
0: event. <laughs> Got it. okay. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to make that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, first off, this was a fight that has just been thrown in here. Like, they just announced this fight last week so oh this is a quick turnaround here for um mr stamen and we all know how i kind of feel about that it makes me nervous when these guys do these quick turnarounds i've always see bad bad things happen but i i just i can't go against him here um i mean jamie rivera has lost his last three fights i i think he's down in the dumps he's um I just I I don't think he's he's the the sharper guy at the current moment. I'm very nervous about this one, but I do think Cody will get it done.
1: Okay, wow, man, we are fucking not on the same wavelength today. <laughs> this is good. Don't get me wrong. This this fight I think will probably be the fight of the night. These guys look. Cody Stamen, he's a stud, man. Divi- he's a, he's only a Div Two wrestler, but you know that's still solid. He's got knockout power. He's really solid with his boxing. You know, he's not a guy going out there just headhunting, swinging for the fences. He's definitely got that KO power in his hand. He's got good ground and pound, good takedown defense. But I loved the way Jimmy Rivera looked against Peter Yan in his last fight. Given his two lo- – so he's actually lost three of his last four. Yeah. He won one in between. Um, he's lost two to Peter Jan – aldermaine sterling were his two most recent fights which are let's be realistic probably the two best guys in the division right now 100 percent. or sorry this, um wait featherweight oh yeah. they must have moved up oh oh this fight because it's so short so that they, right. they must have jumped up a weight because they're usually fighting at bantamweight. weight yeah a little confused there for a second um but those are the guys he lost to but where, the way he fought peter Yan. Dude, those leg kicks were nasty. He's got knockout power. He's so fast. He, you know, he's constantly moving. He's not flat-footed. He's bouncing around the cage. Yes, does he have a questionable chin? 100%. He has been rocked several times at the fights that I've watched. And that honestly could be the deciding factor. But I like Jimmy just because his takedown defense is so solid. He's got a clear speed advantage. And he also has the ability to knock people out. And for those reasons, man, that's why I'm taking Jimmy – I'm happy with that.
0: All right. No, yeah, hey, man. It's gonna, I, I agree what you're saying. It's going to be a really good fight. Yeah. You know, just Cody is definitely on a roll right now, though. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah. No, no. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, they both lost. I'm sure Cody Stateman fights Peter Yan. He probably loses as well. You know, who knows? We'll sure. probably see that fight one day. Sure. But, you know, they both are only really losing to the best guys. So this yeah. is going to be a great fight. It will be. It will be. Yeah. Uh, next up in the flyweight division, we have Tim Elliott, minus 135, fighting Ryan Benoit, plus 115. Um, look, guys, this is a make-or-break fight for both of these guys, I really feel like. Specifically, yeah. Tim Elliott, though, coming in on a three-fight losing streak. Ryan Benoit actually is kind of, for his past, like six or eight, seven fights has been every other wins one, loses one, wins one, loses one. Yeah. So if you're just going off of – A pattern you would probably say Ryan Benoit is going to win this. (laughs) He's due for a win, but you know uh, Tim here, he's a Division Two wrestler. Man, he like watching some of his fights. Dude, the kid's insane. Just going for takedowns nonstop. The transitions are sick to watch. Very exciting. Big problem. He he needs to start controlling guys when he takes them down because he's letting them get up way too quickly and then going for another takedown. Really just draining himself, using too much energy. But if he can really control him on the ground, it could be a, a quick night. He does have six submission wins, but he's also, I believe, lost three times via submission. Where well, Ryan Benoit over here is, you know, he's a heavy hands. He's got eight knockouts to his his name. He's predominantly a stand up fighter. He will occasionally shoot for a takedown here and there. I don't see that happening. But um, the one thing that's making me pick Tim Elliott over. Ryan Benoit is that, again, another person I saw struggled off of his back, has diff- difficulty getting up to his feet. And I have to think, since this is a make-or-break situation for Tim, that he is has been, really been focusing on controlling his opponents. And so I'm going to take Tim here.
0: Yeah, I have Tim Elliott winning this here as well. Uh, you know, it, Ryan is just too inconsistent, honestly. And – Another little thing about him is he's consistently getting hurt as well, so we really don't even know what Ryan we have coming into this fight. Uh, Ryan is coming off a fresh loss in December. You know, like you said, Tim Elliott is in seriously a must-win situation here. The UFC obviously sees something in him. Um, he was supposed, he, he his contract I believe ended on his last fight, and they you know, and he was freaked out coming off all these losses, and they still extend his contract. So the UFC definitely sees something there, you know, and I believe they must see something here in this fight because the funny thing is this fight was supposed to be like, I think actually when it was, when this whole thing started, this was going to be like a a prelim fight. Now it's been bumped all the way up to a co-main event. And don't quote me on the It was either a prelim or it was like the first fight of the night for the main card. So this fight has just been bumped up to the co-main there. was you know, due to some people dropping out and whatnot, this is, um, We'll see what happens here, but yeah, man, I mean, after everything I saw as well, Tim Elliott just looks like he sh- on paper he should be able to get it done, and the fact that he has to get it done, I got my boy, Tim Elliott.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like it. And then, all right, for the main event, Calvin Qatar 300 fighting in the featherweight division against our local boy, Dan Ige, plus 250. Oof. Nick, how do you feel?
0: Well, You know, I, of course, love to represent the Hawaii guys, but I can't this time. I just can't. I mean, Ige and Qatar both coming off a quick turnaround, honestly, on this one. So that kind of pulls all that kind of decision-making out of me. You know, Ige did get the decision against Barboza, but a lot of people would say he lost that fight. That was another robbery of the judges. I mean... Qatar is coming right back from that, you know, knockout uh, of Jeremy Stevens. I, I think I gotta go with Qatar here, man.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. It's it's hard not to pick Calvin Qatar here. The way he he took Jeremy Stevens out, yeah. God damn, son. Yeah, that was. And look, he's patient. He's smart. Throws a lot of straights. And when he does throw those hooks, man, man, do they land with some heat on him. Ige, he is, he's got some pretty tight boxing. He does tend to swing a little bit more reckless, more recklessly than Calvin Qatar does. Uh, he does have some really good submissions. He is a BJJ black belt, some pretty solid judo. But what we've seen from Calvin Qatar is, you know, some great takedown defense. And I'm with Nick. Like, I didn't think Dan really won that fight. I did rewatch it. It was a lot closer than I originally had thought it was. Um, but – you know, to me, it's like, I'd want to talk to Dan's manager and just be like, bro, what are you doing? What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? You're setting this kid up for failure. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it, it's come on. It's a no brainer here. You take Qatar
0: For sure. I think it is too. I think that's a super easy pick. So that's where you got it, folks. The co-main and the main, you want some safe bets? Go with that. Yeah. Uh, the other three, I'll be honest, these are some hard fights to pick. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean,
0: these guys on paper and looking at stats and whatnot are so close and tight. It's unbelievable. This is going to be one of those great nights of fighting, I believe. Now, and I'm going to say it just before we sign off here, guys. Also, you got to remember, we are fighting on Wednesday night. And as I Crazy love to say, happen. the weirdest shit can happen. So... You know. So it sounds like it might
1: go more in your favor, man. You picked more more underdogs. I think I took all the favorites. (laughs) I almost
0: am gonna speculate that you and I will only probably be like be one up on either one. It's gonna go either way. I bet you that's the way it goes down. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I I would I would you know, if I'm a betting man, I would say that. Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. It's gonna be crazy. Um, but yeah, you know. Wednesday night things, my little superstition, guys. If you don't have a lot of money out there, I, I would honestly, though, even actually recommend staying away from some of these, just because. I mean, even Calvin Guitar, I mean, he's minus three hundred. It's a lot of change you got to put down to win a little bit, you know. So, just saying, it is what it is. Yeah, don't, don't fight another day. Yeah, don't, don't be upset walk. if. Yeah. yeah, don't
1: be mm-hmm. upset if uh, things don't go your way on Wednesday nights. Yeah, exactly, sack. exactly.
0: But, um, yeah, that's where we're at. We'll see, um, we'll see you guys
1: back here quick, though, honestly. Um, oh, uh, I do actually just want to give a quick shout-out to a friend of mine that's actually <coughs> going to be fighting on this fight card. Oh, yeah. Um, Odesky Bukowski. Uh, he got a short um, – his original opponent dropped out, so he is, I believe, a minus 260 favorite. But let me tell you guys, like, I got the privilege five, four or five years back to train with this kid, and he is an absolute stud. Man, he's, I, I've been following him for a long time on Facebook and Instagram. You know, when I met him, he had already flown to the United States several times to train with John Jones in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, the, his dedication to being an absolute professional that I've seen. And on the top of that, he's just a solid dude, really nice guy. You know, be a fan. This kid is going to be somebody. I really do believe it. Um, just keep that name in your mind and definitely watch him on the prelims this week or tonight or tomorrow night yeah, for sure can't wait all right so we'll be back with a breakdown i guess
0: on what are you thinking wednesday or thursday
1: we'll probably do it on friday you'll probably oh yeah i guess yeah we'll do a thursday okay. night we'll do the breakdown and yeah the next set of fights we gotta get it okay. done quick
0: um, i mean that's what i'm saying we should either do it wednesday night or thursday well we'll kind of work we'll, that out guys well, well
1: we'll have to do it on thursday right because we watch the fights on wednesday yeah yeah, uh, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. So it'll probably come out early Friday morning for you guys.
0: Yeah, guys. So early Friday morning, watch for our picks for the next Saturday night. And um like until always, then, guys, good luck. Have a profitable. Yeah.
1: All right. Shoot.